No, I mean you're at the media dump. You're in the dump. Nothing comes back from the dump. We gotta drop the load! You're tuned in to the media dump. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my one media connoisseur, Sean Anderson. I was going to open with saying two media connoisseurs, but we don't have, probably could guess Jake Fire. I, I I don't even know what he's doing. He just wasn't responding to us. Are we even surprised at this point, or should we even care, Sean? I think he's doing barbell curl with his dad somewhere in Massachusetts right now. Um, that, that's his thing. We, we know Wednesdays are bad for him, uh, and hopefully we can start working with getting these uh, media dumps out Monday and or Tuesday, mm-hmm. I think are the best options for us. Lead that into the week, then we get into uh, get to the point. Obviously, media dump is going under the get to the point folder, uh, but um, it, we're we're looking uh, to get that in earlier, just because Fire lifts with his dad on Wednesdays, which is the weirdest reasoning yet as to why he. It's a continuous weird reason. A block out of schedule. Like Maybe that. he's not actually lifting. Actually, wait, that doesn't even make any sense anymore because gyms are open now in Massachusetts. So I don't know what he's doing right now. I, he's not. He's, there's no way he's working he out. He says he dad. likes the way that his dad trains him. Like he, he, his dad pushes him, gives him the extra oomph. Wait, but he, he but said. he pays hundreds of dollars a month to, like I do, to pay uh, to work out at a, a high quality gym. So I don't understand why. That's, hundreds of dollars a month. Yeah, well, I don't know specifically, but I know he pays for a really high-quality gym. He even referenced it last time when we were doing show notes, something about his gym. So uh, that he's not working out right now. I don't know what he's doing. We can't actually... I bet he's working out right now. We'll find out. Well, we'll ask him tomorrow when we record... Hundreds get, get of dollars point. for the gym. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I don't know. When you pay for a top-quality facility it's and for personalized training, it's a bit different. Sean, I don't want to get too caught up in the semantics of training. That's fine. Don't have to. I would like to explain though what the goal of the media dump is. This is an idea that we have referenced before. This is something that we have constantly tried to work on launching and, and starting and doing it in some form or another. A month ago, we actually almost did one, but we didn't end up actually getting to it because of some complications uh, with other people that were going to be involved. That ended up falling through. So now it's just Sean and I for this first episode. The goal each week for when we do these is to talk about, analyze, discuss various forms of media that we consumed from the week. So if a popular album drops, we'll talk about that. Um, If we watch a TV show, we'll talk about that. The goal not only is to analyze what's popular, but to pick something each week leading into the next episode to watch as a group. So we will watch it. You as a listener should watch it and will better watch it with us. And then it will be an ongoing discussion that we could talk about on Twitter. I'm going to work towards in the next month or so to expand our Discord server. So then that way we have a separate channel for talking about the movies. Maybe people can supply some suggestions, some thoughts on what they want to watch, what they think that would be a good idea, all those various things. So the, the goal, Sean, you could probably agree here, was to not only just talk about entertainment, something separate from sports, but was to add an ongoing conversation with our listeners i felt it was going to be stuff that we wanted to cover on get to the point but since the basis of get to the point is a sports show we break off and do an entertainment based show so uh, i i think you already touched on the goal pretty well i thought we had agreed one album one movie per week that all of us watch like this upcoming 
uh, week. Um, Juice World's dropping his posthumous album, uh, Legends Never Die. It will. It, I I think the base of it uh, will be one album, one movie a week, and then at the end of the show, we'll decide. It, it, we'll we'll start teasing another direction that we go with the movies. I think is that uh, that's correct, Joe. Yeah, I, I, again, this is kind of a running idea that we want to be able to alter and change as we go with it. But I think the, the best fit is kind of how we were doing the 30 for 30 club. So we would tell the listeners what we're going to watch. And then the, so we had a couple of listeners who, when we were doing this, would contribute and say, oh, you guys should watch this or you should watch that. Or they were just having a conversation with us like we were doing on the show. It's a, a, the kind of the similar premise here. Yeah, we're not calling it a club. It's just going to be something that we're tracking and watching and and, and involving ourselves with. Yes, uh, trying to be multidimensional, getting to talk about things that are other than sports. Uh, we, in case we didn't already say, fire is a part of this uh, show. Yeah, and there might be some other moving pieces and some other heads that come in here and there each week. Whoever's available, we will have them on. Um, as we've also said, we're we have been trying to add other shows. We don't know what's happening with that because. As you could guess, Fire is in charge of that. So there has been little progress. Sean, let's get rolling on with the things that we want to talk about on today's episode of the Media Dump. Before we get into that, there are are two uh, very memorable and impactful musicians and composers who had huge impacts on the film industry that passed away this week. Uh, First being Charlie Daniels and then Aneo Morcone. I I do not... I'm not as familiar as Sean is with them, but I I do understand that there is a pretty significant impact that the both of them passed away. Yeah, uh, here in the call center, hopefully, yeah, it's still picking up because nobody wants to answer a phone. It's not a big deal. Oh, the, is the um, phone still? I can't. I couldn't even hear. Did it you me. not pick it up? No, I didn't oh, hear I, it was ringing. Not, <laughs> oh, I love this microphone, man. I love this mic. Uh, yeah. Um, Aside from Devil Went Down to Georgia, I believe I introduced Joe to, to more songs by Charlie Daniels, who unfortunately this uh, earlier this week died at 83. Uh, some of my favorites that he put out, Stroker Ace, I think is my favorite all time. The Legend of Wooly Swamp is fantastic. Uneasy Rider, I love that. And then Long-Haired Country Boy, one of his most famous. And uh, Charlie Daniels was really one of the first guys, along with uh, Willie Nelson and, and the, the Highwaymen that pulled away from the stereotypical country singer and went more hippie on, on, on the side of obviously they were all coming up in the 60s and early 70s uh, but Charlie Daniels never was the the prime of the spotlight in that hippie country world uh, but he's super super impactful and it, it's a bummer that he's gone I you know I got into the the old country game late um, just this last year is when I've really started to dip my toe into it and uh, you know Charlie Daniels is definitely a staple and my car doesn't have uh, radio, uh, FM, and it doesn't have an auxiliary cord, so I've been working with CDs for the last two years, and I found an old Charlie Daniels CD, popped it in, and I, I keep on playing it since. And then, secondly, Anino Mor- Aneo Morricone, uh, 91 years old, he passed uh, earlier this week. You know him from the tracks of The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, uh, a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies, won an Oscar for The Hateful Eight, which I believe was incredibly scored. It's one of I, my favorite Tarantino movies uh, I mean, I work out and run to Ecstasy of Gold. I think that is one of the most beautiful songs ever written, and it, it for some reason it gets me really fired up. Uh, I mean, his impact on on movies and and westerns and, and just the cinematic world is incalculable. 
I, I think he is the best music score director and music co- score composer uh, that I've ever heard. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody like him. I know that I, I, I there's a project that I'm starting to dabble with that deals with uh, possible uh, scores and movies, and and Morricone is it's it's hard for me not to draw influence from that. What, so, what uh, project are you referencing there, Mister Producer? I'll tell you about that project later. Okay, is, I think he told me later. about it before, but I I, I just wanted some. Um, yeah, yeah. Is it the is it the one that I'm thinking of that you have told me of before? Yes, I think I've told you of it once. Okay. It, it will be a multiple persons project. Multiple persons. Uh, I, meaning I'm going to need help from others. Oh, great. I'm not going to help you. Uh, That's fine. I don't expect you to. So obviously... You don't know movies or music. Yeah, but... So. Oh, great. Glad to hear Sue's telling you it's time for dinner. What is it with your house? Thanks, Mom. Wait, uh, I'll, be, I'll be up in like 15. 15? What? Oh, my... Yeah, I'm recording right Jesus. now. Jesus Christ. And to think sometimes I say to myself that like I I think that I'm a radio professional or a podcast professional and then Sean does shit like this while we're recording. You know, uh, it's like it's like wedding crashers, man. I, I'm living in wedding crashers here. I mean, we both are. I think I, <laughs> she didn't know. I yeah, no one know. I mean, I didn't say I was recording. I I just need my light, man. I need my light that if if right at the top of the stairs, if I got that red light on, yeah. don't yell down. That's that's all I need. It's the, it's the simple solution. Uh, and I haven't taken that initiative. <laughs> well, as 95% of 20-something-year-olds, we're currently all living at home in our parents' basements. So if yeah. you're listening to this, you're probably also 20-something years old, and you're probably like, hey, that's me. I'm living in my parents' basement. Whoa, the connection there. Sh- right. Shauna, something that is was incredibly popular last week is the first piece of media that we want to dive into first ever episode of the media dump that is Hamilton which was one of the most successful musicals ever uh, renowned for its extremely diverse cast as well as its unique approach to uh, musically conducting a story in a flow about something that happened in the 1700s so unique in the approach that it was done 2016 uh, Grammy for best theater album and also 2015 they won 11 tony awards that is incredible the amount of awards that they won i think a lot of people that appreciate musical theater can say that hamilton reshaped the direction of broadway and musical theater it it is so popular that if you couldn't get on the wait list to go see it in person it was then put on Disney Plus. So tons of people spent the weekend watching Hamilton. I started re-watching it for the second time. I was able to egg Sean into watching it and he enjoyed it. Fire refused to watch it, which I'm kind of glad he didn't come on here because he would have just whined and bitched and moaned about having to watch it. Sean, I you know I watched it and I'm thinking to myself, what makes it so popular? And my answer has to be everything about it. I know that's such an aggressive answer, but it is just mm-hmm. so well put together. Uh, the first thing that stuck out to me was was the talent of the people in it. And uh, all right, I came into this not th- thinking I'm not going to enjoy it. I um, I, I didn't like. I don't particularly like musicals or music by. Almost like I don't like people covering songs really, unless it's a professional musician covering another professional musician's song. And whatever that might be, a uh, close-minded. I my approach into it. My family got really into Glee the last couple months. I hate Ew. Glee. I can't stand it. I I, I just li- I cannot Ugh. stand or tolerate that show. 
And I thought that this, that Hamilton was going to be a little bit of acting, a little bit of song, a little bit of acting, a little bit of song. I did too, yeah. It was two hours and 40 minutes of straight song, and it flew by. Mm. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I can't imagine somebody writing two hours and 40 minutes straight worth of song. (laughs) Everything is intertwining and interweaved, and uh, there's callbacks, and every character has their own little thematic musical undertone to them. It, I, I cannot, it, like um, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. as Aaron Burry, when they opened the show with that kind of uh, uh, methodical little beat where he would talk about, he just had a different beat than other people and every character had a different tone. It, it, it was nuts to me. Everybody, it, and it sounded good. As somebody that came in like not wanting to hear an amateurs and obviously they're not amateurs they're on broadway in a massive musical but uh, you know i'm thinking who's gonna play george washington chris jackson never heard of him looked him up huge fan awesome he was awesome david diggs marquise de lafayette awesome i thought all the uh the female roles were were incredible uh the woman uh i guess renee uh elise goldsberry who played angela angelica schuyler or skyler uh skyler dude her first two minutes in her song when she came out i was blown away mm-hmm. and it, it's it was just i didn't expect myself to 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 be that taken aback by this it, it was it was a, a 10 I, I was in the same boat as you when i started watching it i had no clue that the full thing was entirely musical and you know chalk that up to ignorance and not understanding what it was going into it after that first number where you're setting the scene and introducing hamilton and his background I'm like, okay, all right, they're they're going to actually start talking to each other because in comes Alexander Hamilton to talk to Aaron Burr, and they're interacting, and I'm like, oh wait, they're going to start singing again. This is not a this is not a conversation. This is a song that they're beginning. So I was a little thrown off, and at first, similar to you, I was thinking to myself, oh, I'm not going to like this. I, I'm not going to like that it's two hours and forty five minutes of straight music, but I ended up loving it. I think that the way that it was done properly, it's very rare to be able to do that much music and that many musical numbers that successfully continuously. So the the, the level that it was done by uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was was incredible. I think that you, you were talking about Aaron Burr. I think Aaron Burr was my favorite character and the way that he pushes the story because ultimately Aaron Burr yeah. ends the story because he notoriously killed Alexander Hamilton. I was so drawn in by the performance done by Jonathan Groff, who portrayed King George. It is such a, my mom was too. Yeah, it is such a well-written character. And then his portrayal of him to just very minimal little things that he did with that character to portray uh, thoughts of, you know, being spoiled and um, entitled and all those things. Just his demeanor was so, so clear. And his musical numbers, even though they were very similar, were all very, very good. I had recognized him from uh, Mindhunter, and I was so shocked that he could sing that well. Does this make... Would you see this in, in person? Oh, this, yes. This play? I would, I would, would you see any other plays in person i have seen another broadway play but i i don't i would not go see this unless it was the original cast i would not waste my time unless it was that same cast because i know it's not the same 
group of people. Right. Uh, and I'm sure that the, the backups are good, but it's just not the same. I would be trying to compare it to it the whole time, you know? Yeah, I'd see this in person. I still don't think I'd see any other musicals or plays in person. That's just not who I am. That's not the media that I am typically drawn to. Uh, but this, it was an exception. It was exceptional. And it, I'm, I've always been staunchly... Um, I always thought people in, in theater and musicals always took themselves too seriously. Oh, they do. Uh, and um, I, I don't know. This this one, it, it's broken down all types of prior prejudice, prejudices towards theater. I, I mean, I... I Still not completely drawn to theater or musicals or plays, but I would see this in person. I would I would take my family to this in person. It was it was just yeah. I, I can't give it enough praise. I, and I, as much as I wanted to be uh, true to my thoughts and roots, the other thing I was thinking about too when I was watching mm-hmm. it, and I, I was saying to myself, oh, "Well, oh, why is this just a recording of the original play? Why is this not a?" actual movie i didn't know that going into it or i didn't know that until about a month until i like i looked up when it was coming out and i read the details on it i but now that i think about it i'm glad that they didn't completely destroy it by making it a movie because if you think of the other musicals that were turned into movies like yeah. cats i like, i think that would have completely demolished it i'm i i would like to see more um I guess it's a film, films like this. And I saw a tweet that said more Broadway plays should be turned in, into this format of a, a, a long form film movie, whatever you want to call it, and release them on these streaming services because not everyone can afford or get all the way across the country to go see a Broadway play. I mean, it, it's like Netflix taping a, a comedy special, you know, yeah, exactly. And, 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 you think of somebody taping a play, you think of a dad with a camcorder in 2005 <laughs> taping their their kids doing Peter Pan. No, this was like professionally done. Whatever company had recorded this did a great job. It's crystal clear. The audience's reactions just bring you into it, makes you feel like you're there. And it, yeah, they, they did it. Perfect. They did it perfect. If they had tried to make it super cinematic and 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 take too much of the the, it's built to be shown this way. It's not built to be portrayed in a movie. It's built to be portrayed on the set with the the moving pieces and all of that. Sean, another thing that was really popular this past weekend, making some pretty serious waves in the music industry, was Pop Smoke's new album, "Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon." Very, very, very popular in terms of some of these singles, or not some of these singles, some of these songs, um, and, and gaining some serious notoriety. Uh, Sean, fr- just from this album, wh- what was the one song that you think would pick you would pick to be the top one? Uh, I really like "Make It Rain." Um, I, I that song was a ten for me. I, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed that one. Um, it, it, obviously you have Dior on it and you have many men on it. It, it. There's, there's just, or I don't know if many men's on it. But, it's not, um, it's not, you're right. Uh, but the album, it's weird because you, we get in a state where if these companies drop an artist's album after they die, like if young Doug were to die right now, I would be begging for as much music as possible. But we also get in a state where that album, it almost feels like you can't, be critical of it because obviously you can't what's he gonna do he's gonna make a better album now no he can't 
but I didn't even feel that that type of restraint when I was listening to it. I really enjoyed it. I liked the beats, uh, and it, it's it's made me. It, it was a really good album. I liked the album. I liked listening to it. It was it wasn't super intense where I felt like I needed to work out, but it wasn't super calm where I felt like I was like just. It was like a, a super vibe album. It was just right in the sweet spot, and I think Pop Smoke hit a home run with it. And I'm, I'm sad that he can't get uh, another one out. Yeah, and I think it was it was very good um, differentiating, and and, and uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I, I think that it wasn't the same consistent theme for every single song. It was yep. a lot of different energies and vibes to to different songs in the album. It wasn't like, and Pop Smoke is kind of notorious for having this deep voice and kind of being a little bit more aggressive in his in his approach to vocalizing his. He felt smoother. Yeah, it felt a lot smoother. It felt smooth. Yeah, I think there were a lot of um, very relaxed songs in there too that I thought were really good. Not relaxed, but not as aggressive that as he is known for. But if I were to pick, right. I think two that were up there were for me for aim uh, were Aim for the Moon, the one featuring Quavo, and then. Uh, for the night featuring little baby, but I gotta go with like with the Woo, song. which is I sound so oh, yeah. stupid saying it like that. The Woo, the, the dude, I don't, dude. What all week I've been just talking, just saying to myself, Woo. <laughs> just that's all I've been doing all week. I'm like that's the coolest thing ever. It's so stupid, but it's so it, it's like so. Sean, like, I don't. You just yeah. want to say. It. You just want to hear him say it. That's all I want. That's all I want. I don't know why, but <laughs> I am always a sucker for popular artists that were popular maybe in the late 90s or early 2000s early 2010s guys that don't really put stuff out whenever they appear on something i'm always like oh okay this is going to be good because i haven't heard him do anything in a while so the fact that 50 cent was on it that i think that adds to mm-hmm. the value of it he fits perfectly in that song as well i i just i think that's what makes that my far and away my favorite one uh from the whole album it was just a good album, yeah. and a lot of people I feel like are going to go above and beyond and try to say album of the year, give them the Grammy, or give give them the Grammy, kind of the mm-hmm. uh, you know like they did with Nipsey and Mac Miller. And I I was never a big Nipsey fan, never a big Mac Miller fan. I, I was also admittedly not that into or that inundated with with Pop Smoke. I know that I knew the big hits, but I, I just you know it's like I was the, the the number one fan of them. So so it, it, the, that might sound harsh. Uh, but, no, but that's fair. at the same time, I think I think that this album was was a good album, and people are gonna do what people do, and just because he's dead, they're gonna blow it up. But also, he's dead, so we can we can do that. Also, it, you know, it's a it's a respect thing. But I like being a realist, and I, I'm happy that he put out such a great album, uh, and I can genuinely be happy about it, and I don't have to be uncomfortable by people going above and beyond just just for this sake. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel too off maybe putting it in there in the in the discussion. Obviously, we're only halfway through the year, so there could be some really good stuff dropped from now until probably not until January, but the, the summer is not even halfway over also. So there's always plenty of time right. for some more stuff to come out. Like you said, the Juice World album is going to be coming out too. Little Baby yeah. had a really good one this year. Uh, f- uh, Lil Wayne's Funeral dropped this year, right? I'm pretty sure. Uh, did it? I think that dropped in February. Yeah, February. Okay. It dropped. Sean. Uh, besides the point. I mean, it's going to be a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it'll probably get nominated, and I, I see no reason why it shouldn't. Uh, yeah, especially because of the supporting cast, all the different features that it has on there. Overall, very well produced. 
I, I think there was a lot of really good production value in that. And I know it sounds so dumb hearing Sean and I try and talk about producing music, but I mean, we at least have a little bit of understanding of what goes into that process because of the background we have in general with audio production, the classes that we took. So we kind of understand that I, I know I would never be capable of producing beats like that and a song like that, but I, we can at least appreciate what some of those steps are because it's so freaking complicated. It's incredibly complicated. I had a great staff around him. He put out a really good album. Sean, the last thing that we're going to finish up with today is a project that I had pitched to you a while ago, something that I wanted to try doing, and this kind of spurred the idea for the media dump. I, I think it was about the same time. I don't remember if it was chicken before the egg in this situation, but it's very well connected to why we started doing this show. The idea mm-hmm. was to pick an actor and watch all of his movies all the way through. Now, we're not going to do all of his movies, but we're going to pick an actor or actress and pick 8 to 12 movies on uh, you know, based on their leading roles and their impact in the film, and we would watch them along with the listeners and then talk about them each week. Then that debate yeah. spurred into, well, which actor or actress are we going to start with? Well, that obviously was an argument. Fire will not be here to participate, so his input is irrelevant for this conversation. Three people. I, 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 I'm not going to be super crushed if my selection doesn't get picked. I don't think anybody should be because they're all going to get picked eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's just determinant of who we start with, so we could just have that conversation. But I think between our uh, three, that'll be one of the you know these are going to be the first three candidates. I don't even know who's fi- who fires. Well, is, so why don't we um, why don't we do this for this for this episode? Mm-hmm. We're going to pitch our two guys. We're not going to make a decision. We will then on get to the point. We will ask fire for his input. He will not be able to pitch his movies, but we will then vote and you can't vote for your own guy. Is that fair? Why don't we just have fire choose then between our two? Oh, actually that's a better idea. Yep. Okay. So Sean, who is your actor that you're pitching? My actor, uh, Christian Bale, and I'll go through the movie list of, of what we would be watching with Christian Bale here. Uh, this was spanning from 1987 to 2019, which I, I very much like because there's, that's a long character development, long actor development, starting with Empire of the Sun, then Metroland, then American Psycho, Reign of Fire, The Machinist, or Machi- Mach- Mach- Machinist? I think it's Machinist. Machinist. I don't know. Uh, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Fighter, Three Dark Knight Batman. Rises, Wow, Ford versus Ferrari. We get to see how Batman develops also, and him as a character as Batman. I mean, I know you love Batman. I do. I, I'm kind of anti-Batman, but... So my pick, and I tried to avoid reoccurring movies, huh. I wanted to go with Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise's impact throughout multiple years of cine- uh, cinematography is... Huge. He started out early. I watched two of these movies. Yeah, part of the reason why I want to I want to do Tom Cruise is that I haven't seen all these movies. I know that their their impact. I know that their cultural, um, uh, their their cultural impact, uh, how they're you know relate to various time periods. I think that it's necessary to do Tom Cruise first because of how some of these things fit up. So the, the the movies that I selected, All the Right Moves, 1983, Top Gun, which is an iconic movie, Rain Man. Never seen it. 
which is disgraceful. A few good men. Mission Impossible. Half of it. Jerry Maguire. Minority Report. Jack Reacher and Edge of Tomorrow. So that's a really good span there. That's a good span of how he started out young and he was typecast in some roles and doing a lot of military films, does action movies, and then finishing up with, with some of those action movies. So I, I think Tom Cruise makes a lot of sense. I've seen too many of those Christian Bale movies. I've seen, I think, uh, at least three quarters of them. You, on the other hand... Well, I've only seen I've only seen American Psycho, The Dark Knight Rises, Ford v. Ferrari. I've never seen The Dark Knight. Really? Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. You haven't seen... The Dark Knight, the one with the Joker. No. What the hell's wrong with you? I just haven't. I just did. I know no, no, I mean, it's no, been no, on no. Netflix, but I've just no, been. No, I, no, everyone's no, saying no, how great no, it is. No, I know no, it's going to be no, great, no, no, but it's no, like three hours long. No, no, so no, I've no, just no, been no, waiting. no, no. I don't care what you had planned tonight. I don't know. I don't care what anime you had lined up to watch. You're watching The Dark Knight. It is the greatest superhero movie ever made ever made and a, and Heath Ledger portrays the only joker that is that will ever matter to me Joaquin Phoenix butchered that role he butchered mm, it wow i don't think he did a good I didn't job see that, one that wasn't a joker movie what heath ledger did in that film i don't care about christian bale what heath ledger did to portray the most sick deranged MF in any superhero comic book or or whatever that portrayal will never be overdone. No one will ever top that, and we'll never get to see him Thanos do it again. Wanted to wipe out half the universe. It's a completely different type of a villain because it's it's so he's a terrorist. It's not like Thanos. Thanos is this this being that has. It's another terrorist. It's a completely different type of terrorist. He's an alien. You're being pretty mean to me right now because I haven't seen the I'm going to be mean to you. I, I don't okay. care that I haven't seen, you haven't the, Godfather. seen the Godfather. I d- you haven't seen The Godfather. I haven't seen a superhero Dark movie. Dark Knight is, is more recent than The Godfather, so you should have seen it. Recency means it. nothing to me. It means nothing to me. I don't care. I don't... Uh, See, what would you I, rather I, see, have me see first? What would you rather have me wait, see wait, wait. first? The Star Wars? The, no, Dark Knight. The, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Because you Knight? are... I, I, rem, I sometimes think that you're into superhero movies, but then I remember you telling me that you didn't see like a, like a majority of the Marvel films leading up to... I never saw Civil War yeah. or Winter, Winter Soldier. I and literally, that I've angers seen, me too. I didn't see Age of Ultron either. I literally saw you're so Avengers. Fake. You're a fake. Uh, and I saw Avengers. Yeah. Uh, what, was the, what was the 2016 one called? Um... When everyone gets wiped I, out. I, 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 uh, okay, I saw Avengers, I saw Endgame, and then I saw the the, the one I, I, I don't, where they I, all get. By the way, by the way, oh, the, Thanos, so the tweet you know, that Thanos the tweet appearance. that everyone was responding to that mm-hmm. was popular over this week, which was how many yeah. films have you seen on this popular film list? I've seen more than you, so I know that's proof that you are a fake film buff. You you think that you are. I've you, never called myself yeah, a film you, buff, you, Joe. You act all high I've and mighty because I haven't seen The Godfather, and you act all high and mighty because you've seen X. The, the, I, I saw The, I saw I saw the Godfather oh. uh, two Januaries ago for the first time. I, it's uh, not like I've been... What, what's that other movie that you're so high on that, that Chad Dukes watched, so you watched it? What is it, The Monster or like The Thing? The Thing. It's a good movie. Uh, 
that's some direct influence. I never knew of that movie until I heard him talk about it you're and then so, I watched it and I so loved it. You're so fake. I hate you so much. I d- we need to pick someone more You know obscure. what I did watch pretty recently? Dinner for Schmucks. That 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 was uh, you know. <laughs> you just don't watch movies and then you argued with me. I do watch No, movies. but I watched it t- when I was sick this whole last week. I watched uh There Will Be Blood. I watched Nacho Libre. I watched Don't Mess with the Zohan for the first time. All for the first time. Or, or Nacho Libre for the second but time. But what aggravates me is that time. you argue with me that I don't watch movies. And when I was growing up, I watched so many damn movies that I, I'm not that much of a fan of watching movies that much anymore. I don't like investing two and a half hours in watching a movie. I'm going to do it it's for two this. And a half hours. What? two and a half hours uh, i don't i don't i don't know why i just don't like doing that i'm not i always hated having to sit and watch a movie if i didn't like it it was always frustrating i had to sit through it i i don't know but besides the point i've seen more movies than Watched you five bloods like last week you're fake I, i've been watching movies you're fake you're just how am i fake you just, you just are i've never exclaimed that i that i'm a movie buff or a cinephile i'm not chris he Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Wait, that. wait. I, I have heard the, the the phrase "cinephile" come out of your mouth before in referring to yourself. I I, I think I that I am not one. I'm pretty sure I've heard you call yourself. You a think cinephile. I've called myself a cinephile? Let's see. It. You know who a real cinephile is? Uh, Brett Ferruccio. That's that's my level of who a cinephile is. Me. Not a cinephile, not even close. You are even far, are even farther away than See, I. See, that's my point: is that you argue that I'm further away than you are when I've seen more iconic films than you have. I doubt that. I I find it more disturbing that you haven't seen Star Wars and Indiana Jones over the fact that I haven't seen The Godfather. Understandably, The Godfather is iconic, but the iconic level that Star Wars and Indiana Jones has been on is Indiana vast. Jones looks boring. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's boring, which it's not. It is. I mean, it does still, matter if it's boring. It's, it's sucking time you know out of my head. I head. hate both of these picks. I want to start with Harrison Ford. I want to start with Harrison Ford because that <laughs> no, is it. Or you Clint Eastwood. Suck. I want to do you Harrison suck. Ford. You locked in on Tom no, Cruise. No, That's who you're going no, no, with. No, 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 no. In a couple months, uh, no, you, wait, can re- wait, you can Wait, 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 wait. I am telling you right now, we're, we're picking two guys that are too current. We need to do Clint Eastwood or Harrison Ford because both of them were, were, were shaping the face of, of Hollywood Earlier, not obviously not the earliest people, but before these two dunces got onto the scene. Don't you dare call Christian Bale <laughs> dunce. Uh, okay, are you are you against the notion of possibly doing Clint Eastwood or Christian? We can reevaluate that after we get through our first preliminary okay, uh, movies. Where we, I mean, come on, Joe. I don't know why you're so upset. This is episode. You, you one. upset me. I I can't get through. Why? I didn't do anything to, to upset. This is you. why we need fire. This is why we need fire. But he just refuses to show up. What are we gonna do when he gets to camp? By the way, actually, never mind. That's not gonna happen. Um, you got any closing thoughts before I wrap this thing up? So I don't I don't get. More I don't know, mad. man. You brought a weird hostility to it. I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> That's right. Joe's the bad guy. I'm the good guy. Follow me on Twitter. Okay. At Sanderson Radio. Oh, is that your retaliation to me trying to... By the way, every follower that you get, I'm following them, and I'm picking up that extra follower. So every time you think you're getting a step up on me, you're not. BS. BS. I I don't believe you. Go ahead. Why do you think I jumped up uh, 30 followers? Because I just went through who's following you. And if they're following you, they're sure as hell going to follow me. Shit, you did go open followers. (laughs) (laughs) You want to play the game? We could play the game. Okay, I was trying to play a bit. I was hoping you'd. I was hoping that you'd uh, parry off of it. 
If, yeah, the remedy is to get your hustle on, though. That's the you know uh, that that's the difference. Okay, but I thought I was trying to create something funny on Twitter, and I thought you would respond, mm-hmm. but you didn't, and you didn't play along, so it kind of ruined it. I did play along. I did play. No, along. your way of playing along. Your, your, your way of playing along was following people when I wasn't paying attention, and I didn't know that you were doing that. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to alert you every time I want to follow somebody? No, but I'm saying that you should have responded with a quote tweet, and it could have been funny. Our reoccurring don't bit is that we argue. Don't tell me how to do what I do on social media. Uh, All right, don't tell me how to do what I do. Okay, fine, whatever. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to this uncomfortable and aggressive first episode of the media dump. Uh, hopefully it is, it is not this, uh, hostile in this environment. Sure. It will be. It probably will be over 10 subjects. Uh, Yeah. We, what you like and what you don't like. We agree to disagree. (laughs) Um, be sure to follow along with us though. Thanks for tuning into this first episode. Follow us on Twitter at GTTP podcast. You can follow me at Joe DeLeon. Follow Sean at Sanderson radio. I'm not going to plug Jake, he can be here to plug his own Twitter when he comes on to the episode. Also, Jake Fire 54. Uh, I need an ally. Fine. Uh, also, head over to our YouTube channel. We've actually been picking up some pretty good steam with that uh, to check out me struggle to play Madden and get mad. This was the media dump. Next week, we will figure out who we're watching and talk about more popular reoccurrings in the entertainment industry. 